I will do my best to be honest and fair, friendly and helpful, considerate and caring, courageous and strong, and responsible for what I say and do, and to respect myself and others, respect authority, use resources wisely, make the world a better place, and be a sister to every Girl Scout. Welcome to Bitch Out of Water, a show about trying things. We're the World Girls. I'm Roxy. That's Steph. That was incredible. (laughs) Need to know more. This is Darina. I am both extremely interested and terrified. And that makes perfect sense. Today we are talking about being a Girl Scout. And I am the one to talk about this because I was a Girl Scout for 12 years from first grade to 12th grade. What you just heard was the Girl Scout law, which is how we used to start every single meeting. We would do the Girl Scout Law and the Girl Scout Promise, and you would put your fingers in three with your thumb holding down your pinky, and you would recite those words. And I actually think that the Girl Scout Law and Promise does a much better job than any of the other American things that we've had to say so far. So good job on Girl Scouts for trying to make the world a better place and be a sister to all Girl Scouts. There are all different levels of Girl Scouts, and I know that some of you guys here today have probably only ever heard the term Girl Scout. You've maybe never even met a Girl Scout, or if you have met a Girl Scout, you don't know exactly what they do. So I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an overview on what it even means to be a Girl Scout. And then I know that uh, Dee and Steph, I'm sure, have a lot of questions as two people who were certainly never Girl Scouts. I think you guys would have thought none of the three of us were, but I was. So the Girl Scouts are broken up by age group, and the ages start with daisies. That's the youngest Girl Scout. And that is when you're in kindergarten, first grade. They wear blue. So if you've seen the daisies, they're the ones in blue. They're the cutest of the Girl Scouts. They're very, very young. And it's just the entry position. I never was a Girl Scout as a daisy. I started as a brownie at that time. That was first grade. That's when you're wearing the brown. That's in second and third grade. Then I became a junior Girl Scout later on in fourth and fifth grade. Then I was a cadet. Uh, which is different than Cadet Kelly. This is Cadet of Girl Scouts. And then I was a senior Girl Scout, which was later on, but now that's called Ambassadors. So for us, it stopped at seniors. Now, for some reason, they've changed it to Ambassadors. So I made it all the way from Brownies, Juniors, Cadets to Seniors, which is very rare. When I started, there was probably about 30 kids in my troop. My mom was one of two troop leaders for us. We were Troop 3023. And... That it was the cool thing to do. Once a week after school, you would go to Girl Scouts and you would do a plethora of different things, whether it was an art project or a science project, or you would learn about a new kind of invention or actually try to make something. You would go camping on the weekends. It was always a new different activity. And that was part of the reason why it was so cool in elementary school. There was a sleepover element to it. All of the girls were doing it in our school. And then as you get older, kind of like in the way that princesses and dolls are not super cool anymore, Girl Scouts becomes less cool. More people started falling out. And by the time I was done with Girl Scouts, when I was 18 years old, because you're no longer allowed to be a Girl Scout at that age, I think there was eight people left in my Girl Scout troop. So it definitely, those numbers certainly dwindled like crazy. One of the things that I'm sure people wonder is what is a Girl Scout? So 
like I talked about some of the art projects, a Girl Scout is just a kid who decides to be a Girl Scout. Anybody can be a Girl Scout. You just have to be a girl who wants to be adventurous. And once you sign up, you can find a local troop. A lot of times those go by school or by district. And once you sign up, there's a ton of different things you can do. And the goal is to earn badges. And the way you earn badges is by accomplishing things. So if you've ever seen Girl Scouts, you guys know those outfits that they wear, at least that you've seen it in movies or around where it looks like they're wearing a vest. Sometimes you see in movies a skirt. We didn't really wear the skirts. We just wear the vest part. Or sometimes when you're younger, it's a sash that goes right across. On those vests and sashes, there's all different badges. And depending on what age you are, some of those are triangles, some of those are circles. And you earn those badges by doing different activities to earn the badge. So it will be like, if you want to earn your fire safety badge, you have to complete these four fire courses. And then you complete that, you earn the badge, you go to the badge store, you pick up your badge, you sew it onto your vest or sash to show the world, I have completed fire safety. And that that actually is one, fire safety. But they weren't all as camping related. There was a lot that had to do with community service. So a lot of them were about helping different people. There would be badges specifically related to helping the elderly or helping sick people or helping at hospitals. There were badges about knot tying or water badges, badges about arts and crafts, badges about volunteering for homeless shelters or for battered women's centers. There were all different kinds of badges and a lot of different ways to earn these badges. So one of the really cool things about Girl Scouts is it's not just fun. You're actually helping a lot of people. And during my time in Girl Scouts, I spent a lot of time, you kind of pick your concentrations, who you want to focus on. And I spent a lot of time at the battered women's shelter. I spent a lot of time at the children's hospital. And I spent a lot of time making clothing for people in homeless shelters. So that's a, a element that I feel like when you see in movies or shows, girls kind of just handing out cookies, they don't really talk about what is at the heart of being a Girl Scout, which is helping people as much as that as you possibly can. That's really cool because that's not that's not something I knew you guys did. And just backtracking a little bit, what is the main goal of the Girl Scout organization? Is it just American? And why did you choose to do this as a little kid? Is it something that your mom encouraged you or so many questions? Yeah, I think all of those questions are fair. When I was a little kid, in the way that all of the girls in my school were playing soccer and they were all signing up for basketball, they were all doing Girl Scouts. So it was very accessible at my school. I went to a public school but there was a Girl Scout troop that met in my public school library. So I went to Mason Rice and then once a week, I believe it was on Mondays, after school, I would just walk into the library and there would be a Girl Scout meeting. And so I remember all of the cool kids were doing it. I really wanted to do it. They needed a second troop leader. And my mom said, I'll do it. She was really crafty and really great at things and, and loved being involved and my dad had already been my soccer coach and was very involved in, in my sports life. And my mom really wanted to be involved in something. And so 
she decided to be the Girl Scout troop leader. I feel a little guilty because I don't think she thought she was signing up for a 12-year position. I think she probably thought that it was going to run its course through elementary school and then I was going to move on. But she, I really tied her into something that took over a decade. And the longer you're in it, like anything else, the more invested you are. At first, you know, it's once a week, a couple hours. But later on, it would be like, your work 40 hour weeks volunteering at a certain place. So it is kind of what you make it, but I definitely tied her into something that I don't think she thought it was going to be. We had two troop leaders because we had so many kids and, and that's how I initially got involved. And then the goal of being a Girl Scout at that age, I think they sold it to us as just a way to have a community just a a community of kids who were doing positive things with their time, whether that was creating little art projects. Sometimes that art project would be something like, okay, everyone, it's Mother's Day coming up. Make a woman in your life, somebody that you love, a little flower pot. And we would take these glass vases or terracotta Uh, pots and we would color on them and write like love you grandma or anything like that so sometimes it'd be little art projects like that or sometimes it would be more like life skills how do you make eight of these kind of knots and you would sit there and learn to tie them and figure out in what different situations you would need to use a different knot or same thing with creating fire you know if you are stuck outside in the wilderness and you don't have anything how do you create a fire things along those lines so just positive things to do with your time. I, I've talked about this before, but especially growing up in the Northeast where it was freezing, I feel like a lot of kids turn to really bad things because there is nothing to do. So as many extracurricular activities you can get your kid involved in or as dedicated as they can be, it's just something good to do with your time where you're not hurting anybody else. You're not hurting yourself. You're just doing fun, positive things. And I do believe it is global. I've only ever done anything with the Girl Scouts in the United States. But I know that other countries have Girl Scouts or their versions of it as well. But there's not that much crossover. There might be more now because also keep in mind I'm a 30-year-old woman. So I have not been in Girl Scouts in over a decade, of course. But at the time, it was definitely like a very – we never talked about America But it was a a very United States-centered thing with the addition of also, I believe, that there were some Girl Scouts that came down for Canada for some of our conferences. No idea it was global. And it makes sense that Lori, your mom, would be uh, a little surprised at first that you lasted so long. But it's no surprise to us that Roxy Stryer is not a quitter. So did they actually kick you out at a certain age? Like, oh, you can't be a Girl Scout anymore because now you're a woman? Yeah, at 18, when you're a senior in high school, you're no longer able to, after that point, be a Girl Scout. You can be a troop leader, but the troop leaders are the parents of or relatives of kids. And I think that that's a really good thing because it means that the troop leaders are more dedicated and also have a a better chance of having a positive relationship with those children that are theirs and their kids' friends that can be more involved. And also it lessens the risk of having any creepers, you know, for the same reason that you're not allowed to go to Chuck E. Cheese if you're over 18, unless you're with somebody who's under 18. It's like, what are the kind of people who want to go to Chuck E. Cheese 
by themselves, you know, we, we want to try to eliminate that. So unless you're a Girl Scout troop leader after 18, you're no longer a Girl Scout. But I hope I like, please one day, let me be a Girl Scout troop leader. I want to so badly. I want one of the things that I pick when I think about having kids in the future, one of the things I picture is having them be in Girl Scouts because I just love the organization so much. I, it, it changed my life for the better in so many ways that I just want to recreate that for my kid if I can, because it was such a positive experience for me, which is why I did stay the whole time. My sister was also a Girl Scout. She did not stay as long as I did. I believe she stopped when she hit high school. She did make her best friends in Girl Scouts though, and she liked it as well. But I don't think it's for everybody forever. I was one of the the very rare few. It's so crazy how different your experience was growing up because for me in San Diego, the PR team working on Girl Scouts did not do a good job because I thought it was just selling cookies and wearing skirts. And I was like, why would I ever want to do that? Free labor? No, thank you. I didn't understand. But you had, it's like so much more dope than what they made it out to be because I asked you before it wasn't just it seemed like a really like girly girl kind of thing and you were like no it's it was the opposite yeah so just to paint a picture of a typical year in Girl Scouts for you guys we would meet every week and then we would go camping once a quarter and camping would be a weekend long activity where it would be the two troop leaders, the entire troop, and then a couple of parent volunteers. And the campsites would be all around within four hours from you. So we would go to different places in Massachusetts or New Hampshire or Maine, and you would figure out how to do everything. Cook your own food, make your own, we would make our own utensils. You know, we would make all the things we needed to cook. Um, We would make these things called sit-upons out of newspapers so you would make these chairs that you would sit on you would make mess kits so that you could wash your mess kits uh, of your utensils really easily and hang them on the line how do you make utensils you would some of the utensils are things that we would buy but you like figuring out how to carve different things you would make everything that needed to be in your kit Um, and definitely there were some things we would purchase before like especially in the food and utensil realm, there are some things that need to be able to go into fire. But for the most part, utensils, like we would cook hot dogs and stuff on sticks or using a fire, you'd uh, have kindling and then you would find a grid or a plate to put over it. Like it was a lot of scavenging and learning how to survive in the wilderness, which is why I feel very confident anytime we have those hypothetical conversations about could you last in an apocalypse? I don't, I couldn't outrun anything because I'm so slow, but I definitely can live off the earth. I definitely know how to do that after the 12 years of Girl Scouts, which is cool. We'd also go and learn about different berries, what's poisonous, what's not, or poison ivy, poison sumac, poison oak, how to avoid it, what to do if you got it. Um, We would learn about like tick checks and making sure that you don't have a dog or a deer tick. Like there's no way we knew any of that. Yeah. 
ever like we were like how would you learn that unless you took a class in college like but as kids you don't learn that so that's really cool and in fact when we did the world girls episode of Descanso gardens we were walking around and roxy's like do you know that's poison oak like like she's basically telling us what certain uh plants look like even though she happens to like malls more than trees but yeah I really do love malls. I like trees fine, though. I, it was very lucky how much nature I was able to experience as a kid because we did do so many camping trips. And then when you're young, you are pitching tents and learning how to live in like the most uncomfortable settings. And as you get a little older, they let you go into cabins and it's more you can do a little more glamping. Once you figured out all the steps to live off the earth, then they're like, all right, now you're 15. We understand that you guys want to be in this cabin. Here's a nice fireplace for you to make your fire inside instead of outdoor when it's pouring rain. And and so camping would be once a quarter. And a lot of the a lot of the weekly meetings prior to camping would be about gearing up for that camp trip. So making different things, putting together your mess kit, which we would need to make these bags that the mess kit would go in so you could soak it in soapy water to wash it quickly or learning about different things that are easy to make where you're camping. I've referenced before one of my favorite breakfasts is eggs in a bag, which is what we learned in Girl Scouts. It's a very quick way to make a ton of food at once. So everybody gets a little plastic bag and in that plastic bag, you put a couple of eggs and then anything else you want to put in it, garlic, peppers, broccoli, anything you want to put in it, you mix it up like this and you put it in a boiling pot of water and you can put hundreds of bags in the boiling pot of water at once and you write your name on it and then everybody grabs their bag and you take it and you eat it. And it's like a little omelet in a bag. It's effing delicious. But things like that where you just learn how to cook quickly for a lot of people. And then all the fun food too, like the s'mores or or hot dogs or anything that you would picture in like typical camping. That was really fun. And then the other meetings that weren't about preparing for camping were about picking up projects and helping different people. So for example, one time in the winter – We were helping out this one specific homeless shelter and we were making hats. We were sewing hats and learning how to either knit or sew hats because in the winters it's very cold and how to make really warm hats that were lined with uh, fleece to make sure that people had warm hats. And then we go from hats to gloves and mittens and making those and then we would go to scarves and so you'd kind of like accomplish different things and then you would go drop it off and interact with people and, and be able to talk them through anything or just give them stuff and hang out with the people that you were trying to help, which was really cool. Same thing at the children's hospital. We made them a bunch of art. We were making them a big mural of, I think that was a quilt we made. Everybody took t-shirts that they had that they loved and cut them up. And then we made this really cool quilt that still is at the children's hospital in Boston that the children could all walk out and like sign or, or do something cute with. That was fun. So you just kind of pick up different projects and you would work on that for a month at a time and then switch to a new project and work on that for a little. And then, of course, the one of the main things that we did was selling cookies. So that is true. The Girl Scouts really do sell cookies. I remember towards the end of my time, it was getting a little more sketchy. Like When I started Girl Scouts in the 90s, my parents would be like, go run free, door to door it, go anywhere you want. And I would just go up and down the street and knock on people's doors. And then 
<laughs> with the internet being what it was and people being a little crazier and the world being a little less safe, or at least we knew how unsafe it was, then I think uh, my parents would come with me to some doors or sometimes we would go to a different office or we would post up outside of like a Walgreens or a Target and then people would buy cookies there. But for 12 years, I really did sell Girl Scout cookies and you're competing with the sales that you had in the previous year and it's to win like a t-shirt. There's there's not much to it. You're just really selling them. I think that it does teach you some life skills about you know, trying to be a salesperson and talk people into buying different cookies. Some of the sales go to a good cause. Some of the sales are just for the Girl Scout, for your troop to help so that you guys can do activities like go on camping trips. Or, you know, we went to New York one year and we went and saw Avenue Q as a Girl Scout troop and we stayed overnight. And that was a really great trip. You take like a lot of different trips and and learn different things so the money helps the Girl Scout cookies money helps you be able to do that kind of stuff especially for some of the kids in the troop who might not be able to afford different things so the the cookies were a really good way to help subsidize that and also cookies are delicious like the Girl Scout cookies I think are some of the best cookies on the planet so that's a, a real thing it's also the most famous aspect, I think, of Girl Scouts to American society, right? Because everyone I know, when it's season, when it's a season, they want to buy Girl Scouts cookies. And I have to ask, Roxy, as an Adams Family fan, is are the Girl Scout cookies made from real Girl Scouts? It's one secret I'll never tell. Can neither confirm nor deny. Uh, there are some really bratty, annoying Girl Scouts that I would like to throw in the cookie mix. So. <laughs> I didn't even know that was, uh, I guess I haven't watched Adam's Family close enough to see that was under investigation, but I guess it could make sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was a, a very clicky element to Girl Scouts at times, kind of like any group that you're in, you know, if you're part of sports team or drama or whatever it is, there were f- definitely people that were best friends and Girl Scouts who would sit together at certain tables or who would team up on different projects for sure. And that was interesting. I was actually going to ask about that is how was it for you from when you started in Girl Scouts? What were the girls like? And and was there like an average of a type of girl? Was it all different? Like, was it kind of like being in high school since you were little? Uh, Because you started in elementary school, right? And then how did it change as you got older? I remember it being so upsetting when people would leave Girl Scouts because I loved it so much. And all of my friends, one by one, kept leaving. They they didn't want to be in Girl Scouts anymore. They had different things that they liked or they didn't think it was cool anymore. Or boys would make fun of you for being in Girl Scouts. And all that was really true. The boys would make so much fun of us. Oh my God, you're in Girl Scouts. That's so lame. You're such a loser. Like people would say that kind of stuff. You know, it's the same about kids who carry princess backpacks or had Barbies too late. You're going to get made fun of. But I would be so sad when they would leave because by the time that I graduated, none of my closest friends were in Girl Scouts. And I was definitely the odd man out. I was partying. I was going out with the older kids. I was doing my thing. And all of the other Girl Scouts were best friends, like did everything together. They were a group of friends. And I wasn't in that group of friends anymore. I just really loved being a Girl Scout. And so they were they were nice to me and inclusive of me most of the time. But I think there kind of was always that sense of why is she still in Girl Scouts? She's, she's not even, she's not part of the crew. 
but I showed up to everything. I I got my silver award which with everybody, which is one of the big awards that you go for when you're in high school. You There's a bronze award, a silver award, and a gold award, and they're based on the hours of community service that you're doing, and you have to get one before the next. So for our silver award, I, th- I think it was like 150 hours of community service on one project, and we did something for the Children's Hospital for that one. And I was really dedicated to anything that had to do with camping, community service, or arts and crafts. Like I was going all out. I just didn't show up to the things that weren't Girl Scout related. You know, they would have birthday parties and I didn't come to those or they would be just hanging out on a going to the movies and and that wasn't my crew. So I wasn't I wasn't going to those things. But anything Girl Scout related, I was always showing up for. But it was weird. So you had your friend group as a kid that was separate from Girl Scouts. Girl Scout was just something that was part of your life, but it was for you more so than like you were there not really to make friends. You were there to be a Girl Scout. Until about fifth grade, almost every girl in my school was a Girl Scout. So all my friends were Girl Scouts. And then once we got to middle school, the Girl Scouts and my friends were pretty much separate. I had a lot of love for the girls that were in Girl Scouts. And if I saw them in class or, you know, bumped into them at the mall, my favorite place, then, of course, we would say hi. And sometimes people would be like, how do you know Elizabeth Hamilton? And I'd be like, we're in Girl Scouts together. (laughs) Because it would just be so weird. We were in such different groups in high school. And I went to a very big public high school. So it's not like you'd be friendly with everybody. And she would just be in such a different group than me that people would be like, what? How how do you even know her? And I was like, oh, we've known each other forever. We're Girl Scouts. Uh, and I I really genuinely just never cared how other people felt about me being a Girl Scout. I, I was made fun of nonstop by my best friends, by all of the boys, by everybody. And I didn't care. I loved it. Like, I genuinely loved the Girl Scouts. I loved it more than the lacrosse team. I loved it more than my acting school. I loved it more than any other thing that I participated in, than dance classes, than being a, a person who did pottery, who threw on the wheel. I loved it more than my mixed media, than making stained glass. Like I, I did a ton of extracurricular activities. Number one, by far and away, was Girl Scouts. I loved Girl Scouts. Did you love it more because it was more fun or was it the most fulfilling? What made it the most loved? Girl Scouts by far and away was the best thing I ever did for the planet. Like I was able to help people in a way that I have never been able to figure out since because you're just doing so much for so many people. And that's crazy cool as a kid. Because it made you feel good or because you knew you were doing something good or both? Um, the, the question is, why did I like helping people? Yeah, I guess it was like, was it the fact that it's so cool that you were able to do so much for people and the fact that you just got like you, I know you love helping people because I'm, I know that about you, but was that like a quality that you just always loved? Because when you're younger, it's like hard to realize what you actually love and you're a little bit more selfish because you're learning about the world. Totally. I think that what was really cool about it is that a lot of times people don't know how or where to start when they want to do something. You're like, okay, I want to give back. How do I do it? This, I didn't have to think about anything. They would say, 
okay, we're going to help out at this shelter. Here's what we're doing. And then you could just show up. It was really fun because you're, you're sewing, you're making things, you're talking to people, you're hanging out with kids, you're, you're babysitting, you're doing all these different things that are just fun and you know it's working. You, you know, you're not like, where is this money going to? Or where is this time going to? So I liked that you could just show up and you always knew that it was going to be a good day. That you were going to do something good for somebody. Should we make an adult Girl Scouts? <laughs> I need guidance. For sure. That's oh, So one of the things I've really struggled with since Girl Scouts is that it's really hard to figure out where to put your time and energy. Like you guys know that I, I used to volunteer at the orphanage in Tijuana and that is that was great but it's really far you know that takes up a whole you can't if I have like a random two hours that I could go do something for somebody I can't get to Tijuana help out come back you know just crossing the border alone would take hours so finding out like what to do and how to help in LA you have to put in so much time and research into okay is this is this thing actually helpful? Is this exploiting people? What is it that I'm doing? And and for Girl Scouts, I love that it was this organization that you could just keep doing fun things and they were helpful things. So I do wish as an adult there was a Girl Scout type thing. I would join it. Whatever it was, like I would join it. Especially if there was a camping element too. That was the shit. That's a good point that I obviously did not realize about Girl Scouts that y'all know that I volunteer a lot and like locally because uh, you know there's issues with politicians etc cetera, etc cetera. so it's really hard to find different organizations and they're all separate right like if you want to help at like a food bank you got to pick specific food banks right if you want to help like there's like uh, organizations that help the homeless are are or are unhoused neighbors but they're specific to each goal it seems like the Girl Scouts helped everyone yeah and they I guess they're just in cahoots with all kinds of different organizations so that's amazing totally there was just a lot of love going around and when we got older we would get to choose what causes we wanted to focus on for different times and you know I think when I was co-junior leading my sister's troop they decided they wanted to do this thing they started this company as the Girl Scouts called Birthday Wishes where they would throw birthday parties for underprivileged kids that wanted to have a birthday party and they would fundraise it and organize it and throw birthday parties for kids. So like say a kid, a parent applied and they want to, the kid wants to have like a roller skating party, then their troop would raise the money and put together invitations and uh, chaperones and whatever for a roller skating birthday party for a kid. So there was like, all different kinds of things that you could do. There aren't strict limitations. You kind of just show up and figure out like, what are we going to do today? And how, what fun activity are we going to do that could be very helpful as well? So it was the perfect combination of those things as being a kid where you want to have fun. You don't want to do anything boring. You want to make sure it's creative and fun and you're using your brain and your hands, but also that it's not just something that's going to sit on a shelf like a lot of things that we did as a kid were, you know, where you're making like stick houses and putting it on your your shelf. <laughs> Do you still have your badges and your Girl Scout stuff? Yeah, yeah. At home, I have my badges. I have my sash. I have my vest. I have from different years. And I have pins. You get a five-year, a 10-year, and then every year after 10, you get one. So 
Uh, I thought I had 13 years, but I think I have 12. And then I have a rainbow, which means that I bridged from one level to the next. So I ended up as a senior, so I made it to the final level. So I have a, a big rainbow badge, which is one of the cool ones. And then a ton of the different camping ones. I was really, really good at making food, fire, and knots, which I, I would love a refresher course on, like, desperately because sometimes when I go to tie knots now I'm like fuck I don't remember how to do this I was better knot tire when I was six years old than I am at 30 which is kind of embarrassing but I can still make a mean fire word maybe you just need a BDSM course Roxy well uh, I think that that is the adult version of Girl Scouts you're absolutely right about that very very true how was the Girl Scouts with inclusivity of like speaking of rainbows, like LGBTQ youth or trans youth, or I'm sure it's changed over the time, but. Yeah, it's hard to speak to the times. We definitely had some girls in my troop that were queer. I don't know if by the time they came out, if they were still in the troop, but we definitely talked about it. There were badges specifically focused on inclusivity and learning about different people and different types of people and walks of life. One of the big bummers about my Girl Scout troop, though, specifically because it is based on location, is that my Girl Scout troop was like 90% white. It was super freaking white. And so a lot of, because Girl Scout troops are a lot of times based on based on location and zip code, a lot of times all different kinds of Girl Scout troops will be from one place, one background. And I do wish there was a way to be more inclusive. The Girl Scouts, when I was a little older, there is room for intermingling between Girl Scout troops where you do like Girl Scout troop socials and you would meet people from different Girl Scout troops. And that was much cooler because it was much more diverse, um, not just with people who were queer and trans and people who were not white, people who were people of color, but just people from different cities even, from different economic backgrounds or just from different locations, which I think the Girl Scouts could do an even better job bringing people together. Because on every cookie box, there's like one white person, one black person, one Asian person, one Latina person. Like they do, a, you know, the, that thing where it's like the four different faces or hands or whatever. And I'm like, that is true of all the Girl Scouts, but it would be nice if there was more intermingling between the troops. At a younger age. Speaking of intermingling, I don't think it's the case that uh, y'all were associated at all with the Boy Scouts. And I've heard not as good things about that organization. But did you ever run into them? Like, did you ever work with them at all? Or you just knew that they existed and that and there was a separate thing? This is going to be such a bummer of a statement because I am super duper not coming for any Boy Scouts right now. And I know that a lot of the world friends were Boy Scouts and a lot of people out there were Boy Scouts and had great experiences. But in general, being a Girl Scout, we used to trash on the Boy Scouts. And that's so not nice, but the Boy Scouts were, they had, talk about bad PR teams. All, all that was in the news was about the Boy Scouts and their big religious ties or a lot of pedophilia and it was like there was hit after hit on them and I never not one time growing up ever heard about any incident like that in the Girl Scouts Uh, and, and I'm not saying that there never was but just it was so the opposite of my experience and and so no we didn't affiliate with them at all we didn't even go to the same campgrounds I never, there was never like some kind of Boy Scout, Girl Scout social. There was no 
there's no interaction with the Boy Scouts, like period. And I, I think very much so on purpose. Like, I don't think that that was something that we were looking to do. <laughs> no boys allowed. Yeah. <laughs> I do wonder what is now because growing up, we didn't have in my elementary school or, or in my middle school any trans youth or um, at least that I knew of. And so I do wonder now that we are, I come from a very, very liberal city of Newton. Um, I, I wonder what it is like. And I don't know, I, I would hope that the Girl Scouts are with the times and specifically where I'm from, but the organization in general, a girl's a girl, a woman's a woman. If you identify as a woman, I'm sure that you're allowed in the Girl Scouts because that's all it should take. So I can't speak on behalf of the entire organization, but I've I've never heard a, a story otherwise. Although there, it might be out there. Yeah, of them being like dickheads. But do you have any like crazy or funny stories that happened while you were a Girl Scout, like camping or doing one of your activities? There was this one girl when we were in Girl Scouts who just like had the worst luck. She could never get it together. And you know, if it rained, it was her tent that would flood. And if, you know, we were low on food, she would be the one who would come late and like not get the food. It was just it just consistently she had the worst luck. And she was very much she reminds me a lot of Debbie Downer from SNL. Like just everything was like, oh, wah, wah. And I remember on one camping trip, she also she's the one who got Lyme disease from the tick. Oh shit. That's that sucks. That's a bummer. Such a bummer. But I remember on one camping trip, we were at a pond. We had done a hike to this pond and there was a swan and she was sitting there and we were all kind of like antagonizing this swan. I think we were like 13 years old, kind of yelling at the swan or whatever. And she was not. She was just sitting on the side of the pond and she was eating a sandwich. And for some reason, the swan didn't come after any of us. It came right after her and the swan bit her hand. Um, And we had to like wrestle her away from the swan. I'm pretty sure she broke her hand. And then like a year later got Lyme disease. I mean, it was just nuts. Holy shit. The the Girl Scouts were not for her, like just not for her. so not everybody has a great experience. Not everybody's meant to be outdoors. You know, like this isn't for people who don't like the outdoors. We spent so much time outside. And I just remember she was miserable all the time. Like she just was super miserable and she had bad things happening to her. But that was one of the crazier ones. And it's not nice either because we're so rough and tumble as the Girl Scouts. Like, you know, pick yourself up, keep on moving, push on through, make that fire. And so I don't think we gave the TLC to this girl that she really needed. She's like crying bit by swan. And we're like, what? Swan fawn. Yeah, you're like, it's fine. You have Lyme disease. It's fine. Get it, Like, come back in the tent. <laughs> she could never sell enough cookies. God. Like, it was just, yeah, it was, it was definitely... It was a really not great one for sure. So, Roxy, you might be talking about this in the pros and cons section, but uh, I, as at the beginning of the show, I said I'm interested and terrified because my experience with girly stuff, obviously, I, you know, I grew up as a tom, a goth tomboy, so I just picture the Girl Scouts kind of being like joining a sorority, which was my worst nightmare. It doesn't seem like that at all. I don't even remember there being any badges towards traditionally female things like I don't remember there being a 
makeup or fashion badge. Like I'm sure that now there are different badges like that, but it my troop and for all the other troops I knew, it was really, really not girly. And when I say girly, obviously I'm talking about in the stereotypical sense that people throw around. Like it was girly in the way that we were all girls and we were all doing things together, but it was, there was badges for like communication and um, ability to speak to people from different walks of life as you like. There were such cool badges that, that really had nothing to do with being a girl it was all about learning life experiences and you got to pick which badges you were going to do I remember as a troop every month we would present like here are three different badges we could go after this month vote on which one you want to do and the ones that would always win were like things about camping and things about like giving back to the community it was never anything like hair skin like nothing because you don't care about that stuff as a kid you know you you just care about having fun and and doing cool shit and so yeah I think that you guys are right you're hitting the nail on the head on the sense that the Girl Scouts could really use a great PR team they need a good rebrand because people don't know what Girl Scouts are they just have no idea I never wore a skirt I don't even know where that comes from I think that they offer skirts at the store where you get your badges but like I wore overalls and a vest so no uniform other than the vest we would wear the vest I was so proud of the vest dude because mine had so many badges I was such a badge collector oh I was such a patch girl and so I would wear the vest but starting in high school you didn't even have to wear the vest you would I, you would wear what you're wearing right now you know I think people think of you know in the same way that there's that like slutty nurse costume there's like the slutty Girl Scout costume. And I'm like, I don't know how as a society we make this shit up. Like, what part about Girl Scouts? Girl Scouts is very, very, uh, very aggressive, very rough, very like I would come home from my camping trips. I'm like bruised, bleeding, like haven't showered in three days. How do you feel about the Halloween costumes that are sexy Girl Scouts? I don't mind any sexy anything costumes because go on with your bad self, have fun, show off whatever. What about sexy Sesame Street characters though? Sure, do it. You know, <laughs> if you want to be sexy, whatever, do your thing. I just don't think it makes any sense. Like w- what point, especially in the problem with the, the Girl Scout ones is especially because in order to be a Girl Scout, you have to be under 18. You need to be of illegal age. What part of that are we like, that's hot? You know, society, what the fuck? You know, it's not like 21 year olds or 30 year olds coming to your door in a skirt asking if you want cookies. It is children. As you know, Steph, with the the box of cookies that are next to you. You bought that from a child. We buy cookies from children. So why we've made this into some sexy costume is like, what the fuck? But okay. Um, So it doesn't bother me. It just makes me think like, why'd we do that? I don't, I have no idea. So that's a little bit about being a Girl Scout. I know that we had a Patreon question from John Lestrina who said he was a Cub Scout. My bad, John. I, I don't mean to. I, I'm sure that some of the Cub Scouts were great. And he wants to know what the best Girl Scout cookie is. So while we're talking about rebranding of Girl Scout stuff, this is something that we've really botched. Cookie, the same cookie is named something different in different regions of the country. So that is bizarre. Where I grew up, 
it was called a peanut butter patty. That's my favorite of all the Girl Scout cookies. I believe for you guys, it's called a tagalong. Mm-hmm, my fave. So we, we the same cookie, two different names. I think it's based on where they're distributed or manufactured. So bizarre that we do that. But that's my favorite. I also the can very much so rep Thin Mints when they're frozen. They freeze the best. I'm not a big mint eater because I have a weird gag reflex with mint, but those are bomb. I never liked the Caramel Delights, which you guys called Samoas, because I'm not a coconut girl, but those ones are really popular. People love those. I know. I know. I don't like it. No, same. And now there's all new cookies, too. There's like a ton of new ones that have come out in the last couple of years that I've tried that are really good. So... Girl Scouts make excellent cookies. They're very good at making, you know how a lot of organizations will put something out and it's like, this is not good, but we're going to do it to support them. Their cookies are actually bomb. Like Girl Scout cookies are great, but peanut butter patties is definitely my favorite. I want to talk about some pros and cons because I have spent a lot of times on why I absolutely love the Girl Scouts, but there is a major cunt that was very relevant, at least in, in my family for the Girl Scouts. When I started the show, I told you guys about the Girl Scout law, which was, to be honest and fair, friendly and helpful. You guys heard it. But the way that that starts is with this sentence. Uh, On my honor, I will try to serve God in my country, to help people at all times, and to live by the Girl Scout laws, which are, and then you read the Girl Scouts, or you say the Girl Scout laws. So that being the Girl Scout promise is something that, as you guys know, my family wouldn't let me participate even in the um, I Pledge Allegiance to the Flag because they believe in separation of church and state wholeheartedly. And the Girl Scouts are a non-religious organization. And to have in the first sentence to be representing God in your country was always ridiculously upsetting. So we wouldn't say that part, but the Girl Scout organization does. So that's a bummer. Anything that I think with little kids, especially when we're talking about God. Some people don't believe in God. Some people have different gods. Just to make any part of this organization about God, especially when there was no other part of the organization that was about God, just seems antiquated. And I wish they would get rid of it, but they have not yet. Uh, And so that's the biggest cunt for me. And then for pros, I think that I went over a, a lot of the pros, but I think the memories are some of the best ones. Like for me, the memories I have with my mom on every camping trip, every art project, every trip to any place that we went, whether it would be Broadway or to a shelter, there's just so many beautiful moments that I got to spend with her. And you, and not a lot of people get to spend that kind of quality time with a parent growing up and with other girls. You know, it's just they, I when I think about my childhood – it's one of the first things I think about is being in the Girl Scouts. So there's that's a, a major, major pro for me. Despite the God element being a huge cunt. Ooh, don't people love when you say God is a cunt? <laughs> some, some gods are, depending on who you talk to. Just, just for this podcast. All right, well, thanks for being a bitch out of water with us and learning about my time in Girl Scouts. If you guys want to be the first to get all things World Girls, go to patreon.com slash the World Girls. That way you can watch our podcast tapings live. You can ask questions and even video chat with us. 
We go live on youtube.com slash theworldgirls every Wednesday and Sunday. And don't forget to follow us on social media, on Twitter and TikTok at theworldgirls and on Instagram at worldgirlswap. We're still pretty new here, so please tell your friends about us. Rate, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to help people at all times live by the Girl Scout law and stay wet, my friends. Thank you.